joining me again on this daily word. Today we're going to be in Galatians 2. In verse 21, we're going to finish up chapter 2. And in verse 21, Paul uh, is addressing and kind of wrapping up the thought. He says this, I do not frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness came by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. What a powerful declaration. This puts the nail in the coffin. This just settles it all. He says, I do not frustrate the grace of God. In, in, in other words, if righteousness came by the law, uh, not only did Christ die in vain, but the, but the gospel itself, the grace of God becomes frustrated. Now, the basic understanding of the word frustrate really means to make it powerless or to undo it. Uh, but we'll kind of look at that in just a minute. But um, really, here's the concept. In having left the law, to tr- uh, uh, in trusting in the law, rather, uh, 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 they trust in the completed work of Christ, Paul says this, that he will not frustrate the grace of God. How would he do that? By returning to the law. The word there, frustrate, comes from a word It basically means uh, uh, it's a, it's a uh, negation of to put in place or put into place. To exchange, if you would. And you can't go back is the issue. Why? Because you would frustrate the grace of God. Um, one should not conclude, and here's a, here's a big point I want to make. You should not conclude that righteousness um, does not come by the law, or since righteousness does not come by the law, that a person has always been saved in the same manner under this dispensation. This is a, this is a huge problem we have today, I think. And we're going to see more of that in Galatians 3, uh, verse 21 to 25 in, in, in several days. But, uh, but here's a big mistake I think we make. We look and we read and we understand something that's been revealed in the New Testament, and we read it into the Old Testament. I think that gets us in trouble. I used to do that, and I still catch myself doing that from time to time. By the way, the Old Testament is wonderful illustrations of truth. And they themselves are truth in, in the historical context in the, uh, when we look at that. But we need to be careful that when it comes to doctrinal things, especially doctrine for this age, doctrine for Christian living, that we don't get it from the Old Testament. The Old Testament is God telling his story. The Old Testament is God revealing his character. The Old Testament is, is taking us to where we are today. And we wouldn't understand where we are today if we didn't have all of that to build upon. But God obviously was revealing something new through Paul. That's what this whole thing has been about in chapter 1 and chapter 2. So he's wrapping it up with this powerful statement. I do not frustrate the grace of God, for if righteousness came with the law, then Christ died in vain. So to kind of summarize this last little bit, verses 15 to 21, really, this entire section has been written uh, to those who are Jews by nature, verse 15, because the Gentiles were never under the law. It's, it's a Jewish thing, the law itself, given to the Jews. Uh, Romans makes that very clear, that the law was not given to, to them that are not under the law. It was given to the Jews. Um, but specifically here, it's written to Jews who know that a man is not justified by the works of the law. That's verse 16. By the way, there aren't a lot of them. These were those who believed in Jesus Christ and those who believed this transition now that a man is not justified by the works of the law, verse 16, uh, but that a believer is justified by faith in Christ. So they're Jews by nature, those that do not believe they're justified by works, but justified by Christ. And some of these Jews, they were wanting to be justified by Christ, verse 17, but they were moving back to the law uh, to which they had already, uh, already died. I'm crucified with Christ. They've already, they're free from the law. They've died to the law. 
and yet they want to return to the law, even though they want it to be justified by Christ. This is the problem. This is the issue this whole book is going to address. So Paul teaches there's no way of going back. The law had crucified them, just as it had done to Christ, verse 20. And now Christ was their only hope, because they died, like Christ died under the law. Uh, Christ now is their only hope. The law no longer can help them, you see. So Paul encourages the Jews not to frustrate the grace of God. How would they frustrate the grace of God? By going back to that which they cannot return if they wanted to. That's verse 21. I do not frustrate the grace of God. For if righteousness came by the law, then Christ died in vain. Now this is of the utmost importance for, uh, for believers today. For religion today, for different denominations, if righteousness came by the law, if righteousness came by tradition, if righteousness came by sacrament, if righteousness came by church activity, if righteousness came by whatever you want to put in there as a work, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. And Paul says to Titus, uh, anything you want to put in there, if you insert that, Christ died in vain. See, this is why it's so important when we're laying out the gospel that you trust in Christ alone. So many believe in Christ plus something, Christ plus their baptism, Christ plus their heritage, Christ plus their church membership, Christ plus their catechism, Christ plus their confession, Christ plus whatever it is. And, and the reality is this, it's Christ alone. If I add any activity, if I add any work, any law to this, what happens? Christ died in vain. And I've now frustrated the grace of God. It becomes no more grace. And this is a theme we're going to see in Galatians. It's a theme we see in Colossians. It's a theme we see in Romans. We see it all throughout the New Testament epistles that, listen, if it's works, it's not of grace. And if it's grace, it's not of works. They do not cross over. So I want to challenge you, Christian. I want to challenge you, believer, whoever's going to be listening to this, that you trust in Christ alone. Many times I'll ask this question. Suppose you die and you go and you stand at the door to heaven and God says to you, give me three reasons why I should let you in. Three reasons, right? What would you say if God said to you, give me three reasons why I should let you into heaven? Here's typically, I'd hear something like this. Well, I've done my best to live biblical principles, live like Christ. I uh, was baptized uh, at an early age I, uh, uh, and I've tried, to, I've tried to obey the best that I can. Everything I've said there are is works, works of law, if you would, works of righteousness. Really, here's the only real answer. Nothing in my hands I bring, but to thy cross I cling. Nothing, nothing of my own merit could get me in. It's because of what Christ did for me. Christ is the end of the law. And by putting my faith in Jesus Christ, I can go in. I can enter in. And what a tremendous truth. So Paul really puts the nail in the coffin on this issue. I do not frustrate the grace of God. If righteousness came by the law, then Christ died in vain. What is he arguing? What is he countering? Those that are trying to gain righteousness by the law. Obviously, this was an issue. Obviously, this is something they dealt with even in Jerusalem. The believers, the Christian Jewish believers, he's addressing folks who believe salvation is through Christ. They believe that they're not, you know, he said, we, 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 over and over again with these concepts. So he says this, folks, I don't frustrate the grace of God. Why are you having a hard time receiving this? You see, 
And he pointed out wonderfully that they did receive it. You see, but Paul had a new revelation, and that's, this is what it is. And so we'll get into next time, uh, but he's going to ask this question, who has bewitched you to flip, to go back? You see, and, and we'll look at that a little bit more tomorrow. But I appreciate you folks. Uh, hey, maybe some of this that I've said has sparked your curiosity and you would love to discuss more about that. Please feel free to reach out to me. You can find me at uh, pastor at northpole.church. Uh, you, uh, you can reach out to me on whatever social media you're watching this on. And I'd love to discuss whether it be salvation uh, through Christ alone, whether it be dispensationalism, uh, whatever it may be that may be sparked your curiosity. I'd love to be a help to you if I can be. Hope you have a wonderful day and we'll see you here next time. God bless you.